Greetings, brothers and sisters in Christ, and welcome to the Innocence Redeemed Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Bergman, and today's topic is going to be titled, Do Not Let the Day Catch You Unaware. You know, folks, I have had to take some time to reflect on much lately. And one of the things that I've had to reflect on is what transpired in Southwest Florida. Out of respect to those victims, I'd like to take a moment of silence. You know, after Hurricane Ian came through, many of you have been looking at the news and seeing the path of destruction. In one report that I had seen, there was reports of trees being debarked. And many people may not be aware, but unless you have winds to a substantial degree, that doesn't just happen, okay? People will say, well, the wind was 150, 155 miles an hour, blah, 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 blah. There's been reports coming out that there were winds at certain levels, certain uh, elevations within that storm that read that they were above 220 miles an hour. That would mean, if you put it on the scale, that would have been a Category 6 or 7 storm. And they don't even have levels that go that high. But that appears to be what we're dealing with, because fishing boats were thrown. It wasn't just the storm surge, it was the wind. In reality, that's the kind of damage you see in Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, and the Deep South during an F5 tornado. You cannot tell me that those winds were not higher than 150 miles per hour. I will not buy that. When boats bigger than a house, were thrown. The only power I know that can do that is a tsunami. So, there's something to be considered here. My heart sinks because I used to live in Florida, and I would see destruction, but I have never seen it like this. I don't even recall, aside from the flooding, seeing it that bad during Katrina. But that was bad enough on its own. And that's no disrespect to anybody in Louisiana who's been through that. But unfortunately, the reality is, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to continue to see events like this. And it won't just be hurricanes. We're going to see floods. We're going to see earthquakes. We're probably even going to, we may even see some volcanoes. Um... We may experience a tsunami. I said in my last podcast that I felt something was coming. And you might note when I released that, it was well before Hurricane Ian had even formed in the Caribbean. I said, I feel something's coming. And I was feeling, leading up to that, I was feeling a sense of sadness. I was feeling something was imminent. And because of everything I have seen on the war, I thought maybe that's what it was. You know, there had been a large earthquake off the west coast of Mexico. Like, I think it was a 7.7 or a 7.8. And so, 
you know, I had been talking to many rounds at the time and wondering if there was an earthquake that was going to hit somewhere on the West Coast, anywhere from Washington to California, because there have been rumblings coming alive. But then that wasn't it either. But things are certainly heating up with the war. There's been videos coming out on YouTube of people reporting photos of Russia moving missiles. You know, the United States has its stuff up in the air looking, it has its command centers up in the air. It does all the time anyway, but it's been increased. And one of these days, you know, these, all of this is reaching a breaking point. It's reaching a crescendo. I come to you today with a very somber message, a message that will state that we need to be prepared at all times. What we have seen in Southwest Florida is a microcosm of what we're going to see on a national level, eventually. Because ladies and gentlemen, let's face it, America and its cohorts, the Whore of Babylon, is facing judgment. And we're seeing that. That is no disrespect for those who were caught up in these events in Florida a few days ago. There are going to be more events coming, and this is why I exhort to you to take things seriously, take the time seriously, know the seasons, that we need to be considering our ways not beating up the messengers that God sends ahead, the watchmen, the prophets, not mocking, not scoffing. You know, this is very real. You know, Jesus told us not to let the day catch us unaware. When we come under attack, it will come like a thief in the night. And that is why we want to be ready at all times and we want to be putting our faith into practice, as I have told you many times. That all said, and based on what I see and what I've been reflecting on, my good friend and brother in Christ many rounds has been sharing some things with me behind the scenes of movements we have both seen. After seeing the devastation, I just haven't admittedly had the heart to come on and share it right away, but regardless of what we see, the word remains consistent and the show must go on. And so, without any further delay, welcome to the show, Many Rounds. Uh, glad to be here. Thanks for inviting me. So, Many Rounds, I'm going to give you pretty much the floor on all of this. Um, tell the listeners what you'd have them know, um, based on what you have discovered lately. Well, time is really short. That's the bottom line. And, uh, you know, he, the Lord... One of the main things he told us was to watch, okay? And I, I took that to heart. You know, I, I uh, try to uh, keep abreast of what's happening out there, you know, and sift through a lot. I sift through a lot of information, as you do too, Ray, and others do, you know. Try to glean the nuggets, you know. It's sort of like panning for gold, you know. And... Um, you know, the truthful stuff sticks to the bottom. So it, it's like, you know, when you get rid of all the, all the dirt, 
and all the little mud and sludge, there's you got a few nuggets left, you know. And yep. um, you know, with prayer and, and and guidance from God and the Holy Spirit, you know, and and he he has a way of just sort of leading you to these nuggets that um, it, it's it's really miraculous how he does it. I I'm just astounded every time I come across something and, and, I, and I look back and look at how I came across it. And it was, it's like, you know, well, I, I know he's leading this show, you know, so it's, it's fine with me because I, you know, I, on my own, I wouldn't really know where to look that much, but. Well, I didn't even have, I wasn't sure what to even talk about because I had been watching everything. Um, like I had told the listeners at the beginning of the show, I had been watching everything unfolding in Southwest Florida. And I was like, where, where do I even begin with a podcast this week? I mean, there's just been so much that's happening at once. And where, where, you know, where do you begin with that? And what I was saying earlier is, you know, I think a lot of what we're seeing, the way I'm seeing it is it's a, we're being shown what it will look like in the future. And it will be on levels never seen before, because that is, in a way, what we're being shown right now. People have said for years, yeah. like, you know, oh, there's always been hurricanes. It's like, no, there's something different about this. There's something different about this. And I don't know if you're yeah. if you've seen any of that or you 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 can understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I, I hear you loud and clear. And uh, you know, it when I, I was looking at some of the images of this uh storm, you know, and I and I remember I had a a, a kind of a dream once about I was underneath a building of some, a tall building and I was in the parking garage of it. And I can remember that water was, 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 was rising and it was coming up into the parking lot, you know, and, and it was creeping in up, right up to the back door of this uh, parking garage where it went into the building. And there were like two or three steps down to the level of the actual floor of the parking garage and it was underneath this huge building right and i can remember uh hearing get to the third floor get to the third floor you know and i was telling everybody that was in that parking garage that was leaving their cars they were just rushing to get to the door to get in the building and i told them get to the third floor get up to the third floor because evidently the water was going to rise up to that level or a little lower than that so that the third floor would be a safe place to be to ride out what this whatever was coming you know and so when i saw this storm in florida you know it reminded me of that because of, of the way the water came in you know it, it didn't come in all at one big rush it was sort of just a gradual rising of the water you know and and tumbled with with you know the storm itself but um and it, it's like you know people also that they had a week or so of warning you know, to that this was coming. And, uh, you know, as we can see, a lot of people did not heed that warning. And, you know, for other, for whatever reason, or maybe they did, but they just couldn't do anything about it. They couldn't leave or, or they decided that they might ride it out like they've ridden out many others, you know. But like you say, this one, this one was different. And, uh, it's just a foreshadow, like you say, it's a foreshadowing of much more destruction that's going to come, um, and not only on you know low-lying areas, but other areas as well, where there'll either be earthquakes or um, you know other tsunamis that come in for whatever reason, 
you know what you were sharing what you were sharing sorry to interrupt you but what you were uh sharing there about your the dream you had when you said that the water was rising um there are people on youtube who have had visions of a tsunami and they have been in um similar situations yeah i i've had i've had a couple of those too and it was on the west coast and uh i used to live on you know i used to live uh in california and uh did i ever tell you about the the dream i had about the marina Uh, i I don't think so i know that when you and i talked one time on the phone you went into a church you said in california and didn't you tell the pastor something about like this whole area won't be here why don't you tell listeners about that what the lord showed you well i I, yeah he showed me kind of basically that uh in the la area itself like there's there's in los angeles um and it's a mega metropolis right it's got a northern section where the san fernando valley and simi valley and uh, silmar in that area is at and then just north of that is a pass where a lot of the freeways come rolling through there, the five, uh, you know, the one, the 405, and, and they come and they converge right there, and then they spread out again, and they go down into Hollywood area, out towards L.A., and then they go down south towards Santa Monica, and then into, like, the Beverly Hills, Brentwood area, and then even further south. They, they go all, you know, the roads eventually go all the way to San Diego, but... Um, there's a there's a there's a mountain range in between the San Fernando Valley and the Los Angeles Basin, and then there's a couple of breaks in there where they put the freeways through, and then um, and then there's a couple of roads that go out towards Pasadena and to the east, and uh, in that direction and towards uh, Palm Springs. Well, that whole area, okay, from what the Lord's shown me is is going to become uninhabitable and most of it's going to end up underwater and how that happens exactly i you know i would imagine it's a large quake that just collapses everything that's underneath it and as it shakes it's it's sort of like with liquefaction right i mean if you took a couple of piles of flour and made little mountains in a pan right and then you shook that pan it's going to level out all those mountains that you made in that little pan you know well the earth is you know it's, it's dirt and rock and, and, and voids and, and caverns. And, and, and from what the Lord has shown me and some other people too, it, it's like a honeycomb underneath. And when some of the shaking takes place, this honeycomb is going to collapse. And these are all steps of judgment that the Lord is, you know, when he, when he, when he built the earth, he, he had all this, in you know he built the earth the way it would be for this time also you know and there's there's not a rock there isn't a blade of grass or there isn't a tree that isn't where it's supposed to be i mean everything when you look at it overall it looks like it's sort of haphazard this and that and but everything it is exactly where he put it you know and uh and he, he it's it's amazing what he does but Anyhow, the the vision that I had about the uh, I was in a I had a couple I've had a few about the, the Beverly Hills Brentwood Hollywood West Hollywood area, and then um, I was at a marina and I don't know exactly where it was. Um, I know it was on the West Coast, and, and the feeling that I kind of got was it was north of L.A., but maybe south of Frisco. 
And I don't know, you know, for sure though, but it was somewhere, I felt like I was north of uh, the LA area for sure. So anyway, I had this dream and um, it was like a flash vision dream, but anyway, and in it, um, I was, I was standing, looking, facing west, and I was looking at a marina that was in front of me. It was a not a really large kind of um, a bay uh, or a um, uh, what's the word harbor. It was it was small, you know, and it, it had like I don't know, fifteen or twenty uh, piers all in a row, facing you know from the close ones were close to me, and the the ones that you know they, they were out there were directly west in a line, just boom, 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 boom. So if I'm looking at the pier, I'm looking at the side of the pier, right? And I can see boats that are tied up to it. And then the, and the next pier over behind that is a bunch of other boats. And then behind that is another bunch, another bunch of boats. Well, this went on for like, you know, 20 piers or so. And then off to my left, which would be to the south, there was like an opening where the boats could come in. And it was rather, you know, wide. It was probably about... 200 yards wide or so 100 150 yards or whatever and then there were some more boats on to the to the south on that side too but there was this opening so this opening came in and then there was like this this open area i guess you could say if you piled four football fields together side by side it was about that big and then on the right there was a concrete quay they call them which is a, a place for a larger ship to pull up and tie to and um, there wasn't any boat there at the time. But anyway, so I'm standing there looking at this, this scene, and I'm looking to the west, and it's, it's sometime in the afternoon because I could see the sun was up above the horizon a ways, right? So it's like 3, 30, 4 o'clock in the afternoon or something like that. And depending on what time of year it is. But anyhow, so what I saw was I was standing there looking and all of a sudden the water level just started dropping, you know, quick. And I mean, quick, it just sort of went down and down and down. And as it's going down, the boats that were tied to these, um, piers, you know, these slips or whatever they call them, they were tied off to the cleats of the boats. Right. And the, and the ropes were, you know, pulling tight and and the boats were dangling and banging against the, the piers of this, of these little slips and then you know cleats started ripping and popping and the boat started to snap you know and all this stuff was happening and and i remember the the uh the masts of all these sailboats were going every which way you know depending upon which way the boats were falling and the water just kept on going out and going out and it, it went all the way out this whole this little bay and there was junk on the, there was mud and tires and cables and beams and all kinds of junk on the bottom. And even fish were flopping, you know, and it was a slurry muddy, like just, uh, you know, all this mud and slush was just sliding right, right out to the sea. And then I looked up and I saw way off in the distance, a silvery kind of a bow that looked like a, a like right on the water, you know. And what it was, was this rise of water coming toward me and toward this coast. And I could see that the sun was, why it looked silver was because the sun was reflecting off the top of this large bow, you know, this, this, it was, it was, it was huge. I mean, it was, and it was, I mean, it was, 
it was probably eight miles out maybe you know it was a ways off and then i woke up and that and that's you know and i was like whoa you know I, and i but it was so vivid man and it was so intense i i you know I, i'll never forget it and i know someday you know that it's going to come to pass. And I don't know the reason for it exactly. You know, the Lord didn't show me that, but I do know it's going to happen. And, you know, when, when water, water is like one of the most powerful forces on this planet. And there's, there's more water on this planet than there is land. And when it starts to, uh, you know, surge and push and move it, it's a very powerful thing. And, and, you know, the, the earth is, is, is so delicately balanced that, you know, it, it really is a miracle that, that we can even exist on it. But and, and it just really irks me. You know, these guys are tinkering with the weather and they're tinkering with things underground. I mean, and, and doing all this crazy stuff to it. And it's no wonder, really, that it's it's uh, it's going to have an upheaval. Plus, you know, the earth, this the sin I was uh, about to, yeah, I was about to say, you know, you know, you're saying, oh, I don't know why. It's like, well, I think we know exactly yeah. why. And if it, when you yeah. look at California, when you yeah. got Hollywood and you got the adult film industry yeah. and you got what they're doing to children yeah. and just, you know, with the indoctrination and now something with, I read something recently about gender, how they're going to be changing genders or something like that. I, I don't know, remember exactly what it was I saw, but it's like, why, you know, it's like anything I see anymore, just, it, it doesn't surprise me. No, it, it's, it's, uh, and these are the things, you know, these are the things that yeah. is, is arousing the anger of God and people need yeah. to watch it. And this is just, that's, that's just some of it. That's not all of it. Yeah. It's, it, that's, you know, the majority of folks. Okay. I mean, there, there's, there's so many people involved in all this stuff, this depravity and, the Lord said, you know, men's hearts would wax cold, you know, and just be they're, everybody. They're all like numb, numb to this filth, And so they they don't smell it and they don't taste it and they don't see it for what it really is anymore because they have been given over to it. And so they just continue and, and, they, and, they'll, and they'll continue to get. Like he says, wax worse and worse, you know, and, uh, you know, until they're done you know but it's a cumulative you know there's a land when it's soaked in the blood of the innocent there's a weight that goes with that that is spoken of in this in the scriptures it's a weight it's actually a physical it's a it turns into a physical like pressing down of this this stench this evil thing and the land can only take it so long until it throws itself, it throws it up, it throws up, you know, and God's going to cleanse it. He's going to cleanse it. I mean, he, he, he cannot, he cannot let it go on forever and, and he's not going to, and he's, he's dropping the hammer. I mean, that's it. He's dropping the hammer and we're seeing the results of what we have reaped, you know? We're seeing a foreshadow, yeah. and then what you said about the about the tidal wave coming in—you saw it like it looked like it might have been eight miles out or so. And I'm not sure. I've never been to California. I don't know how far you can see out into the Pacific. I would imagine you could see for quite a ways, at least on the horizon. And um, when I had a dream, one of the first dreams I had in early 2020, when I it was revealed to me 
it was like right before I awoke one morning, I saw these college-age women. They were just going about having a good old time, and they looked up at something. I don't know what it was they were looking up at. I wasn't shown in the dream, but they looked horrified, whatever it was. And yeah, it faded, and I tried to see what it was, but I wasn't allowed to see what it was at the time, and I still haven't been shown. But that wasn't the gist of the dream. What I was, what I heard in my spirit was a sadness. They wouldn't listen. That's yeah. what I heard. They wouldn't listen. And I remember pleading for the Lord to put a stop to it. And he, I just heard, it sounded like I heard crying. Or I felt crying. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to explain it. As in, I can't, because Scripture is going to be fulfilled. Yeah, he, he you know, his, his word is, uh, you know, his word. And he's going to fulfill it. Yeah, I want to just clarify on that, too. Um, you know, I don't know in this dream where I was. It could have been, for all I know, I mean, it could have been any area with palm trees, because that's all I saw. I, could, I, I wasn't sure. For some reason, though, I had a feeling it might be California when I look back. Just the way the cityscape was laid out, because I've seen enough photos of that, that's what it, it, that's what it felt like, like from what I was, you know, feeling in, when I got this dream, when I reflected on it. But I'm, I don't want to yeah. rule, say that it definitely is. I mean, it could, be, it could have been Miami. It could have been a tidal wave. It could have been an asteroid coming in. I don't know what they were looking at. The point was they weren't ready because they didn't listen. Yeah. I, I, it sounds like uh, it could have been like um, near Santa Monica, north of Santa Monica, a little ways, too. There's, a, there's an area there that the <clears throat> Pacific Coast Highway is like practically on the beach. And the 10 freeway runs right into it and the 10 goes across the whole country but it dead ends right there it dead ends right there at uh they call it the california incline but it's uh it's just a basically a big ramp that that it goes from the beach level off the um highway one and it goes up and then curves around and, and turns right into the 10 and uh anyway i i used to, i i know that area pretty well and uh you, you can, and that's another thing that you know that with the war, okay? The, the war is coming, all right. That's something that uh, I can. I, it's like I can just feel it. It's you know, it's really near, and I don't. I mean, even if I I, I I had never read the Bible, I would know that, that it's coming. I think because I can just feel it coming, you know, and. Uh, I, I see what's happening out there and uh, I pray about it. And, and, and the Lord, um, you know, has, has shown me and, and let me in to know in certain terms, know that this place is going to be invaded. It's going to be attacked. It's going to be bombed first. They're going to, you know, get everybody's heads down. And then, um, and, and many of them are here already. Okay. There are, I mean, you know, it's not a conspiracy. These people there's enough evidence and there's enough folks around that have seen them here already. And, uh, gosh, it was, I was listening to something on Dave Hodges just last night where he was, he was in the airport and he was talking to a few people that a couple of them were his, his former students or something. And they were chatting with him. And then he, then he, he saw another fella that he was in, he was standing in a line, I guess. And the guy was, uh, he was Chinese. And he was a Chinese businessman of some sort. And he was kind of, Dave said he was arrogant, you know, but he said, 
you, you know, your country's uh, done, you know, and, and our country's rising up. And we're doing, you know, our economy's getting built. And I, just got a word. And like I just got a word. Wow. Because you have made a mockery out of me, I will make a mockery out of your land. Wow, man. Yeah. You know, when I was watching it with Dave, I, and I was thinking that this guy was arrogant, you know, he said that he said that he thought he felt he was a little bit angry about it, you know, up toward this guy. Right. And I was thinking to myself, well, the guy's right. You know, I mean, because he said the guy, the Chinese man said to him, he said, you guys are destroying your economy. You guys have destroyed it. You know, you guys have destroyed your country, basically. Willfully. And, and how can you argue with that? Because the guy's absolutely right. It's willfully. And willful. Yes. Yes. Because of, uh, you know, wanton greed and perversion and just, you know, I can't think of the word, but. No, you got it. You got it pretty accurate. Just the looting and stealing of everything. And then they want to turn around and have their blame it all on capitalism. Well, it's not really capitalism. It's greed. There's a difference between the two. It's because... Yeah, I mean, if, if things were working equal and everybody was really doing a good job and trying to do their best and not steal from the, the, the company, okay, you know, sort of, is what's going on. Oh, People, they're getting their hands I, caught I mean, in the cookie jar. Yeah. I used to work in the construction trade, you know, and... I I was a foreman on a in a in a company that was uh, pretty well known, and um, we had probably about at the most we had about fifty employees, you know, and for the most part everybody's pretty hardworking, you know, and and this and that. But there was there was some there was this element of these some of these employees, man, that, that would be hired on, and they thought they had it coming to them to just steal. Um, material, you know, <clears throat> and I would, you know, being a foreman, like I have to order so many parts, so much parts and so much, uh, you know, different types of, uh, items in order to complete the job. So I, I'm, I'm expecting there to be a certain number of, you know, nuts and bolts or screws or whatever, you know, lumber, all this kind of stuff to be on the job in the site, either in the bin or locked up somewhere. Right. Well, at the end of the day, okay, I found out that, that these guys, some of these guys were pilfering the material to go take it and do, do side jobs, you know? And I confronted one of them one time, and he said, well, I'm just taking it to go do a side job and this and that. And I go, yeah. I go, you're not taking that. I go, negative. <laughs> you know, I go, go put that back right now, you know? I go, what do you think? This is just a store. You can just take it and then you know, and, and never repay it or whatever. I mean, not even ask the, the owner that if you can take a little bit of this or a little bit of that, I said, he would probably not even mind if you, you know, to give you a little bit, but, but gosh, just bother to ask, you know, just don't take it. And I, I mean, Oh gosh, that used to really get me a, you know, other word pissed, you know, I mean, it was, it was just, Unreal, and and because uh, I would I would find myself counting some item, you know, and I'm thinking, gosh, man, we're short on this. How can we be short? We don't we haven't even done this particular section of the job yet, you know. And uh, these guys would just they would throw stuff in their pouches, you know, and then go to their cars and then drive home. 
And uh, it's it, uh, well, that that kind of thing on a larger scale is what's been going on across the whole country. OK, and I mean, off to the top CEOs of these companies and their underlings and their you know lieutenants and, and these people, they're just stealing the company blind. And there's which, you know, in a larger sense, they're stealing from the country blind. And, and you made a comment just about the arrogance. And then this is another thing I wanted to touch on, because I heard some statement like, oh, this 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 disaster in Florida is going to help the economy. Yeah, no, because of all the shortages with the fuel and supplies and everything else, it's actually going to make recovery that much harder. And it could, it could, yeah, it, it may know, not, but it could uh, if there's and if you have this and you have another disaster, it could bankrupt everything because with all the money that's been sent in over to the Ukraine and all that, where where is yeah. it supposed to come from? Well, I'll, okay, look at all the money that they're just giving away too to all these um, illegal aliens that are just rushing across the border in the millions. You know? That's right. They they get a credit card, they get a phone, and on their way they are, and they go and they they hide them in different cities all across the country, or whatever, and drop them off in the middle of you know Texas or uh, Wyoming or Minnesota or wherever. They're doing that over in Europe. They're doing that over in Europe too, by the way. And then at the same yeah. time, they can't yeah. even keep their infrastructure going. But that's happening here. They're crippling the infrastructure. And then it's like, oh, well, yeah. there's going to be shortages of fuel and there's going to be shortages of electric. And it's like, well, that's because we yeah, have evil leaderships. The big plan is for it all to collapse so they can institute their their new system, which nobody's going to like, man. You know, and their new system, you're basically going to be stripped of everything you own. OK. And people think, oh, that's never going to happen. You know, blah, 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 blah. Well, you need to rethink that. And they're going to throw your butt in a camp, okay? They're going to come to your door. They're going to storm your house. They're going to take your kids. They're going to take you. And, and if you're useful to them, you'll live. If you're not, you're done. And that's what's coming, man. That's the bottom line here, okay? The writing's on the wall of this country. You know, slaves are made in such ways. And that is exactly what's happening, man. You know? Uh, it's... And it's all planned. It, and a lot of the leadership in this country are complicit. And they've been promised, I don't know what, maybe a, a, a pier in the Bahamas with a little hooch and, and plenty of, uh, you know, free-for-all sex. I don't know. But whatever it is, they're not going to get, you know, because the people that are, that are coercing these guys into doing this realize that these guys cannot be trusted. They, they basically betrayed their own countrymen. We're going to trust them? No. They're going to get a 55-cent bullet. That's what they're going to get. By the way, that's how the Chinese uh, view that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, because the Chinese, you know, give them credit where credit's due. They are smart, and they are patient, and they've been waiting a long time, man, and they've been planning, and the, and the Russians as well, and the, and the other countries that are allied with them, you know, they know this country is on a moral decline into the very deep okay it's the titanic and full throttle heading for the nuclear iceberg man and that is what's coming i mean there's it's it's obvious if you could just look but people are like ah you know i don't want to talk about that you know i don't want to i just want to you know go to my ball game and have a beer and didn't you just tell me something about that the other day you were at walmart or something oh yeah right okay the ball game yeah i was in walmart okay and I was in there shopping, and there was 
like this strange, like antsiness about everybody. You know, they were like in a rush. They were, they were like, uh, very, um, you know, like they were in a big hurry for some reason. And I was like, what the heck's going on? You know? And I thought, what, you know, this is kind of odd. I mean, people were rushing. I mean, literally there were a few kids in there that were literally running in the store, you know, to go get chips and to go get some junk food and, and this and that or whatever. But I mean, you know, it, it was, it was just, it was just very out of character, you know? And then I heard some people talking and they were talking about this game. Okay. There's some kind of football game or whatever. And they were in a big hurry to get home to watch the beginning of this game, you know? And I thought, gosh, you know, I, really, this is about a damn game, you know, <laughs> and, I, and I, it's like, that's where their priorities are at, man. You know, they don't see the juggernaut, the train, they're sitting on the tracks and they don't see the train coming at, you know, full bore and blowing its horn. And, uh, you know, they're, they're going to be turned into a, a bloody pulp is basically what's going to happen. Jesus said, you know, if it wasn't for me, him shortening the days, there would be no flesh saved. And that's, I mean, that is something that you, you chew on for a while and think about, man, because that means that there's what, 7 billion people on this planet, something like that. And you know, these, these guys have it out to, to, to reduce the populations uh, down to some uh, they, as they say, sustainable level. Okay. When you ever hear that word, man, that's, that's a key word from the CIA or whatever. But what I'm kind of getting is that that day, you know, the, the, the Lord talks about the day of the Lord, you know, and how it comes on everybody like a thief. Yeah. Like a like snare a and let, let not the day catch you unaware. Right. Like, like a snare, you know, and, um, cause that's kind of what, what kept hitting me today and yesterday too. And the, a couple of days back, I was getting this like sense of this snare, this, this trap is just about to be sprung and the Christian pulpits are, I don't know, you know, I, I don't know because I, I stopped going to church because, you know, they are they're in another cornflake uh, place, man. It's I, all I, I motivational, happy. Most of it is happy, feel-good, motivational yeah. sermons. And if you talk about the end time, if you talk about um, these things, they oh, they don't want to hear that, man. You know, they, they don't want to know. And so the real church, you know what the real church is going to be doing? The real church is going to be doing like they did in the old days, man, where you, you met in secret because – there's going to be a penalty coming up when, when, when this trap is set and these guys have everyone by their financial strings or whatever, physical, you know, even they are going to clamp down a tyrannical system that is going to force people to make that decision one way or the other, you know, either going to follow the Lord are you going to are you going to give in and you're going to go with this new system for the sake of well I got to feed my family and I, I got to do this or that I, I, well try depending upon God for everything instead 
you know. There are many who have never, you've sat alone, I've had to sit alone. Mm -hmm. There are many who have never encountered that or have never been in a situation where they have had to depend on the Lord for every need that they have. You know, some of that might be because they never asked the Lord to really uh, show him, show them and, and say, and say, look, uh, look, I'll follow you. Just tell me what you want me to do. Take it all or whatever you want to do, but just show me what you want me to do. And then guess what? He's going to teach you. He's going to teach you hard the ropes of how to follow him. And some of that, I mean, he didn't have a place to lay his head, you know? And you got some of these preachers out there, man, that got homes big enough to house 50 people, you know? What, and, and, what some need to think about, you know, and, and maybe you can speak to this. Those who have never had to do that, though, they're going to think, well, they're going to say, well, I do follow the Lord. I do believe. I do have faith. And yeah, but have you ever been in a situation where you literally have to depend on him for everything? You can't rely on this, that, or the other. And, you know, have you ever been in that situation? Have you ever sat and reflected on how it would be and what choice you're going to make at that time? Exactly. If you were yeah. to be in a position where they do take everything from you, because that's literally what they want. You'll own nothing and be happy, like you were just saying earlier. I don't know if many <laughs> reflect on that, and I don't know if many are thinking they're just going to escape in the rapture boat. I don't. What is your What is your take on all of that? Yeah, I think I think, I think a lot of them have been conned into believing that. But uh, let me tell you, the people in Syria and the people in uh, Iran and the people in China that are Christians. Uh, the rapture is a little late for those folks, you know what I mean? And they're they're going through it right now. Hello, you know, and they're being butchered and murdered and killed right now. Okay, they're being locked down and 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 you know over there it's a it's a death penalty for being you know uh, a preacher or having Bible meetings in your apartment, and and these guys will come in and they'll beat you senseless, you know, and I mean they'll beat you. You know, Dimitri Dudeman, that's a perfect example. He was smuggling Bibles, you know. He was he was trying to spread the word and all this stuff. And he was a pastor over there. And his family went through hell, you know. Um, his wife, man, I, I met, you know, his wife. Oh, my gosh, man. I felt for her, man, because cause I could tell that the, the times that had gone by in their life following God, had been taxing attacks on her heavily, you know, and that's kind of the feeling I got when I when I when I saw him, and I I just felt for her, and I felt for him too, man, because he's not that big of a guy, you know. He was probably a little over five feet, you know, maybe 135 pounds or 40 pounds, uh, 50 pounds maybe, I don't know, but he he was just this awesome presence, though, you know, it, you you know. And, and I knew it, and I, and I, I, but he, man, he got his ribs kicked in, you know, he got pummeled black and blue, his face, and I mean, just all the, that's what's coming, that's, that people, they don't understand what's coming, man, these guys are going to have no mercy, when they, when they drop the hammer, and they put out the code word, whatever it is, and they launch this snare, okay, and all of these unsuspecting people, are going to be rounded up and thrown in the back of a truck in the middle of the night when it's butt cold outside, and they're going to be freezing their, you know, cahoots off, and they're going to wonder what the hell's going on, and they're going to be 
their kids. They're going to take their kids somewhere, but they're not going to be with them. You know, so you, if you have children, you know, and you can and you're able, you got to instill in them the knowledge of Jesus Christ and, and the Lord now, you know, and put it in their minds, put it in their little souls right now. Because if you put that seed in there, it will grow, you know. And, um, you know, may God have mercy, man, because, you know, part of the thing with the kids, too, I think, you know, God is, he's returning these things upon our own heads, man, because of all the murders of all these little children and some that weren't even born, you know, all these little ones that weren't even born, you know, or able to be born. Never saw the light of day, you know. Never had a, never had a Cheerio. Never tasted a, a popsicle, you know. I mean, never experienced life because of this evil, you know, this this depravity, and the, you know, these these other nations that are that are coming. Okay, I I was listening to Putin's speech. I listened to, and I, I saw some of the transcript, and he's. You know, he's absolutely right, man, about the state of the morals of this country. And he doesn't want that filth spreading in his. He basically said that. He said, I, we don't want their filth. We don't want their, their moral depravity infecting this country anymore. We're done. He literally called the West, and I, I believe he was referring to America, but really it's a Western issue. He literally did say the West is satanic. Yeah, he's absolutely right. He's absolutely right. People can call him evil all day long and all this stuff, but when he called a spade a spade the other day, man. And, um, you know, I, I have to give credit where credit's due. And the Lord, he uses, he uses our enemies to judge us, right? That's true. I mean, the Soviet Union, Russia, you know, they, they've been our boogeyman for 80 years, okay? And... But really, are they the boogeyman? You know, really? Who's the boogeyman? Well, go look in the mirror. That's who the boogeyman is. Okay? That's, that's, where, that's why God is, 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 has, has pulled his hand of protection from this country. And that is why these things are, he's allowing to happen. That is why he's allowing Florida to get wiped off the map. That is why he's going to allow California to basically be, you know, dropped off into the ocean as more ocean floor. And then parts of Arizona, maybe, and parts of Utah, and parts of Washington, I don't know. But a, but a big hunk of that land is going to drop. And the Midwest, you know, the new Madrid quake that's coming, if, if when Amer and I'm, I'm, these guys are doing this right now, man, they're planning on dividing Jerusalem and Israel and giving a whole hunk of it to the Palestinians or whatever. And they're going to call this the most fantastic peace agreement that has ever been la di da right? Well, duh, wrong, okay? What you guys did was just touch the apple of God's eye, and he is going to drop the hammer. You know, he's going to divide this country literally in half. Boom. That's it. It's done. It's over. You know, there's going to be a, there's going to be a swath of water all the way from the Gulf of Mexico all the way up to the Great Lakes. And, you know... <laughs> If you have a boat and you're survived on either side of that waterway, you know, well, you've got a good thing because people are going to need boats to get across it. 
and they'll never they'll never be able to build a bridge across it because of the the, the instability of the land and just the, the 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 immenseness of the of this waterway based upon what you were just saying about the peace agreement you know you could look the first Thessalonians 5:3 for you are fully aware that the day of the lord will come like a thief in the night while people are saying peace and security destruction will come upon them suddenly like labor pains on a pregnant woman and they will not escape right yeah that's what we're seeing too we're seeing those labor pains right now man the contractions are getting closer and closer and closer together you know um i've had the the blessing to be able to observe births you know a couple times in my day you just brought a thought up you know because i was thinking about something a few weeks ago before Hurricane Ian forum that I, I was telling the listeners at the beginning of this podcast that um, I was feeling something very, very heavy a few weeks ago. And I don't know if you were feeling that, and I don't know what it's like to travail in labor pain, but this was a feeling. It was intense. Like something's getting ready to happen. I even said that I remember talking to our mutual friend Glinda on the phone, and I said, I said, there's going to be a tsunami. Well, there wasn't a tsunami, but. Uh, there may as well have been one when you see what happened in Florida. I mean, yeah, yeah. but were you feeling that around the same time? Yeah, I was feeling something. I, I uh, The other day, was it yesterday? Yesterday, yesterday, because I, I, we were going to do this show yesterday, right? And I saw, I came down to the, my little area where I'm at, you know, where I do some of my videos, and I had it all set up and ready to go. And I just had this like overwhelming sense of, sadness man that hit me and uh a, a grief you know but it was like it was a little more than that you know what i mean like i've been having that those, too I mean, yeah. since but, even but while watching these different. youtube videos i've been I, I, there was one day i was just laying here on i was laying on the bed just watching going through clips all day looking at the destruction and i was just thinking these poor people you know and Many don't even realize that could have been their last time because many have died and they're still finding people. They're still recovering people out of there. You know, you just think to yourself, you know, that's it speaks to the future. There's going to be a lot of people who won't be ready. Yeah. And it could yeah. come. It could come like a thief in the night and it will. Well, it's going to come. It's coming, man. It's coming like a hammer. You know, we are so close right now. And, and I was going to mention about that. Azov Mina prophecy, you know, and it kind of fills in some of the gaps that I had in my in my own mind about how some of this is going to come about, you know, as far as the, on the military end of it. But it's it, it goes to show just how very close we are to total just being annihilated, and and I'm talking about you know many 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 missiles, okay, many 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 nuclear thermonuclear warheads you know that when they go off you, you want to talk about the fear of god man but it's like he's shown me a couple times these things and i am telling you man the feeling that you have he allowed me to sense the actual feeling of it you know what i mean how if i it was really there i mean as far as i knew i was really watching this you know and i mean it is there's there's no explaining it. There's no, except that it's, it's sort of like in, when Isaiah talks about how, you know, my leanness, my leanness, oh my gosh, you know, 
I, I'm sick from the seeing of it. I'm sick from the hearing of it. I'm ill, you know. In other words, is what he said basically, because he because he realizes the immensity of of the of the of the event, and people um, just try to comprehend what is coming. It's like you can't totally comprehend it. People None of won't, us can. won't be able to really get it until it happens. You know, when it happens, then oh my gosh, now I get it. You know. Well, some of these people in Florida are feeling that a little bit right now, but when this other these other events take place, especially regarding the war, okay, um, basically this MENA thing was was there is going to be a nuclear war over there, okay, and uh, this guy was shown kind of in a uh, drawn out way. The Lord was showing him these 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 different. Basically, he, he said they were like mountains, okay? But they were shaped in the shape of a missile, and there was snow on top of them, okay? And he showed him eight of these things, and they were arranged in sort of a crescent, okay? And he was facing, he thought he was facing north, but he was actually facing east, okay? It's like if you're standing in the middle of the Ukraine, right? And you're facing east, and then around you, Okay, from from if you if you put your arms out straight away from you, okay, and then everything in front of you is a big big circle. You just move your move one of your arms all the way around to the other arm. That's sort of a big arcing circle, half a circle, right? Well, he saw these these missile things set up, arranged in sort of this crescent shape in front of him, and um, they were basically eight eight missiles that the united states and nato i guess but mostly he didn't he didn't actually mention nato so much as he mentioned the united states was going to launch see what's going to happen is it's how, what i'm saying is like how quick it is going to happen because the russians the russians are rushing many many troops to the to the borders of belarus and also into the Donbass area, okay, because they're they're basically going to start rolling through there, okay, and they're and they're going to seize those areas in this crescent shape. There's going to be they're going to establish bases. They're going to establish, you know, uh, travel routes and and incoming um, to set up their to set up basically their command in that area. And they're going to have a lot of troops there, man. A lot of troops, a lot of tanks, a lot of weapons. A lot of all this stuff. Now NATO's looking at that, and they're and and Europe, and they're probably. I would say that there's a few people that got their knees knocking together about now. Okay. Now I don't know how long it's going to take Russia to get this all established, but I would say not too long. Okay. I mean they have they're 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 conscripting people now. They're drafting people, and that's another thing that I would expect in the not too distant future is the United States of America, the president, whoever it's going to be at the time is going to reinstate the draft. Okay. And Congress is going to go along with it. And they're, I think I've mentioned this before, but, but they're, and you saw this too. They're going to reinstate the draft and they're going to draft kids. They're going to draft people that are younger than draft age, you know, maybe not at first, but they're going to eventually have to. From what I saw in my dream that I had back in June, what I saw was that it was actually men. Oh, I saw some women in the dream too, but it was men and women 
from all ages. Yeah, and it was a big rush, wasn't it? Yeah, and they and they were literally. It looked like it looked almost like in that dream that they were the be, the best way I know how to describe it. If I didn't have a better word, but they were just they they these kids looked like they didn't even have any training. They it looked like they were just literally putting the equipment on them, putting the parachutes on them, and throwing them off the aircraft carrier. Or throwing them off the helicopters, just tossing them into wherever they needed to be. Yeah, well, if they had parachutes here, probably jumping out of a some sort of transport plane, like a C-130 or that's C-5. Yeah, that's, that's what I meant to say. I'm sorry. That's yeah. that's what I saw, and it looked like they weren't prepared. They and and a lot of them were frightened. I remember that in the dream very well. That a lot of them were, uh, they were. They, it was very somber. Everyone was pretty much quiet, and they weren't. They didn't know. They really didn't know what to expect. They looked. If you, yeah. that's that's why I said they didn't have any training because that's what it looked like. Like they didn't know what to do because they had never been put in such a situation before. Yeah. Well. They're gonna they're gonna drop this on the country pretty I think kind of sudden like, and it'll be because of some conflict that's going on okay, and uh, I mean there's there's gonna be we're gonna be spread out probably in four different fronts. There's gonna be the Ukraine thing, Europe, and then the Middle East will erupt and uh, Taiwan will erupt and that's probably gonna be the first one. And then the North Korea, South Korea uh, issue. And the United States, you know, has got some commitments out there regarding these places that we've promised will be there, you know, for them and when they need it. Well, these, our enemies are not dumb. And, and they've set it up so that when the time is right, they will launch these operations in these different areas to basically get us all spread real thin. And one by one, you know, one, one by one, these things will start happening. And I, I have a feeling that it's the Taiwan, the Taiwan issue is going to come up real quick here. I mean, China is, China is making these very odd movements. Okay. With their government and within their government. And they're basically gearing their whole nation toward war. Okay. They are on a war footing. Now, Russia just, basically did the same thing. They are totally now invested in this war footing. I mean, they're, they're not fooling around, and they, they don't care who sees them anymore, okay? Because now they think, see, the way they've done it is they've, they've, they've done this in such a way that um, we, as the American, you know, NATO America, don't really suspect what they're really up to, you know what I mean? I mean, they've got this Ukrainian issue that's now bubbled over into a boiling pot, true but um they have larger aims okay and they have rotated troops through there training them up getting them all battle battle hardened and ready to rock and roll for a future op but that's another story but the what I, what I was getting at with the russian thing is they got they got a lot of troops that are that are rolling in there that are going to be rolling in there real real quick here now what this guy saw, this pastor. Let me let me find the name real quick. I don't. I want to give credit where credit's due here, because this, this wasn't something the Lord showed me at all. But except that He had me stumble upon it. Um, Philip Barnett. Okay, that's his name, and I guess he got it in 2007, but he put it out in 2009. And what I was watching was a. a it was this little church. Okay, over in the Ukraine. 
and he has an interpreter and he just speaks out what he was talking about. And the interpreter tells the folks what he's talking about. And, and then they had a little prayer meeting afterwards, you know, I mean, it was a quaint little church. It was wonderful. Actually, it was kind of neat to watch it because it just made you feel warm inside. You know, these people are actually coming to the Lord and all that. I mean, it was awesome, you know, but, um, you gotta love these people. I mean, they're, they're very humble looking, just wonderful looking people. You know, they just want peace in their life. And they have been thrashed left and right by the powers that be for a long, long time. And the Lord is going to, he said that when, when after, when the Lord returns, he's going to give these Ukrainians a whole hunk of Russia back, you know? I mean, that's after the, after he sets up his millennial kingdom, right? He's going to, he's going to, he's going to give the Ukrainian people a huge swath of Russia. And um, he, he got into some pretty good detail, man, about how this is all going to play out. And it makes perfect sense. I was looking at it and studying it. I was going, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Now, what's happened, what, what's going on right now is, okay, is the Russians, they're setting up camp in Ukraine, right? And they're going to set it up. So they're going to get so entrenched in there that the United States and, and the and the how stupid they can be. I don't know, man, but they're, they're going to launch this nuclear attack and they're going to, they're going to wipe out this whole large force in Russia of all these Russian troops. Now, keep in mind that the, all these troops that are going to be in the Ukraine, however many there are, that isn't, you know, all of the manpower and the military power in Russia, you know, Putin has several million other people in reserve, okay, that he's not talking about, and nobody else seems to be talking about it either. But he has a lot of people, okay? And so when this happens and they get hit, okay, a lot of them are, I mean, you're talking about, I think the guy, he said a hundred over 100 million people now are going to die. Now, he didn't, he... Parts, other parts of Russia are going to get hit as well. And he showed, I wish I, I'm going to do a video and I'm going to put this all on maps. Okay. Well, who was show, it? Who was it who prophesied that uh, America would retaliate and get a few strikes in as well? So, I mean, well, even just a few strikes, if you consider oh, that they're, they're Merv yeah, warheads, that that's was, not good. Chuck, Chuck, that was Chuck Youngbrandt. Yeah. Chuck Youngbrandt. Yeah, you're right. But, now, th now, this doesn't conflict with anything that he said, and it doesn't conflict with anything Dimitri said. It, it actually um, complements the whole the whole scenario, you know. And because I've often wondered, you know, there was, I had a couple questions in my mind, and given this Ukraine thing about how all this plays out before the main attack upon the United States, right? Well, so so it turns out. So what happens is the the NATO, I mean, Russia's going to go through Europe, man. They're going to go through Europe, okay? And, um, and, and they're going to set up, they're going to allow some of the other countries that are allied with them to basically take territory, like North Korea, you know, some of the satellite uh, allies he has. They're going to reward those guys with being able to come in and take over areas of France, Germany, and you know, other places that uh, you wouldn't think North Koreans would be hanging out in. 
uh, you know, ever, but, but they're going to give these people uh, this land and they're going to, they're going to farm. They're going to take care of it and farm and whatever. But God is going to give, you know, he's, he's, it's like, you know, he, he, a, a, a people that, that sin against him to a certain degree, he removes them from that land and he puts in, he puts in people that will take care of it or people that will follow him and, and not sin against him, you know? Hey, many rounds. I had a question also um, about yeah. Poland because actually when I was looking at my Podbean stats, I noticed I had a lot of listeners or quite a few listeners over in Poland. Um, what have you heard anything about that in specific about Poland? I I don't think it's going to go well with them at all because they're a highway between them and Germany. You know what I mean? In in France, just like in World War Two. I mean, if you, you look at World War Two, what happened to Poland? Um, it didn't go well with them, you know. And some of those other countries down south of there either. Um, you know, the Czech Republic and all these co- other countries. Um, you know they're they're going to be they're going they're going to it's it's hard times for everybody, man. All, when the when the Russians roll through there, they're going to roll through Germany. Okay, now how do they get to Germany? Well, you have to go through Poland to get there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I imagine that they're going to drop off a contingent of people to secure Poland for them as they continue on and then um you know i just keep your head down and stay out of the way that's what i would advise people and the same with this country too you know when they come rolling through here there's going to be areas of the united states that are going to be uh severely you know mercilessly destroyed okay and these guys are going to shoot at everything because Think about it, man. They remember World War II, okay? They, they remember America's past, and they know that America still has a formidable warrior ethic deep down within it, okay? In uh, many of the populace of this country, there's a certain amount of independence, okay? A feeling of independence, a feeling of uh you know, a stout, independent feeling, okay? Now, God's going to remove that pretty much. But I think uh, it'll always be, it'll always it'll be a sleeping tiger within the people, even being oppressed and being invaded and being um, occupied. There's still going to be this deep down feeling of rebellion against this oppressive force. And eventually it will manifest again, but it's going to take a while. And by that time, the country's going to be uh, drastically humbled and, and realize who their God really is. You know, the, the remnant that's going to be left, put it that way, that, that have always probably known who the Lord is. You know, he's going to allow the remnant to survive. And a certain remnant that's going to turn to him in the, dire times that are coming. There's going to be a lot of people that will turn to him. And that's one reason why this is all happening too, man. The Lord is merciful. And, you know, if he didn't shake people up, they would never come to him. They would never really turn to him. And that's why you, like you were getting at with the people that have never really given everything to him and said, you know, and never had to live through depending upon him alone for everything. You know, think about it, you know, for a glass of water, for a toothbrush, for um, shoes or socks or 
uh, toilet paper even, or, you know, um, a warm place to sleep or a safer place or just living the next moment while somebody's kicking your ribs in. I mean, that's the kind of dependence we need to have. Now, we need to have that kind of flat-out faith, flat-out faith. And you have to That's establish that well ahead of time, because at that time, when that all goes down, I ain't going to be here. Many rounds ain't going to be here. And that doesn't mean we're not going to be here on the earth. It just means, well, we may not be. It depends on what happens to us. But, I mean, we're not going to be on the Internet, you know, telling you what to do well, at that no. point. It'll be it'll, at that point. It'll be each. All, all, everyone's on their own with their faith. That's right, brother. And that's, you know, that's why he's he wants us to soak up his word as much as we can too, because that's him, you know, the living word. Okay. It, it's in your, the more you soak of it, the more you eat it, consume it instead of consuming, you know, the latest sitcom or some garbage baseball game or whatever, you know, they need to be really delving into that Bible. I mean, uh, and, and, and soaking it up and reading it. And I, I confess, I, I, I have not done as much as I could have, you know, and, and reading it and, and, and absorbing it. I think with everything yeah. coming, brother, I think everybody can safely admit that there's they probably have not been in it as much as they could because there's so much going on. There's so much happening. There's so much stimuli in our world. Yeah, a lot. There's a lot of distraction. It, it, there's a lot of distraction. It removes the focus. And, you know, it's just about discipline. And we have to discipline ourselves to make that time. You know what I mean? Yes. It's, it's like the Lord told Glinda, you know, about the time bandits, you know? I mean... The, the little time bandits want to steal your time away from God, you know, all these little distractions in your life when, you know, either, you know, you got to put him first in your life. That's it. And then everything else will follow after that. You know what I mean? And that's how what he said to us. He said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these other things will be added unto you, you know? And that, that rolls through my brain a few times, you know, and I think about, yeah, I, Okay, I can put this off. I'm going to go read my Bible right now. I'm going to go pray right now. You know, I feel like a praying. I, the Lord's tingling my shoulder. I'm going to go pray right now. He wants me to pray for some reason. So, you know, by golly, I'm going to do it. It needs you know? to become all of our priorities. And this is what I was saying by many not yeah, being yeah. by many not being ready. Because you know, I was I was watching local coverage out of the Tampa Bay region when the hurricane came through, and the first thing somebody one of the first things somebody I think it was a tweet or it was. Uh, an email or something, they were reading it on the air. When is Disney going to open? And I, yeah. are, are, are you kidding me? Yeah. People just lost everything in that. And there were, and half of Orlando, that whole central area was out without electricity for two, three days. And that was the first thing people were concerned with. Now, granted, I it did occur to me it could be a joke, you know, and I hope it was, but. There literally are individuals out there with that kind of perspective. Like that's what's important to them. Not even thinking about their fellow people. Nothing. It's just, well, it's me, 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 and all about me, and I don't care. And you know, we everyone's gonna have have a day of reckoning. Everyone's gonna see. You know. Well, the people in Florida just got a heads up. You know. That was a heads up to everyone, and that's not even including the warning shot. The warning shot? The warning shot where it will affect the whole world. Oh. Well, that could be an asteroid, man. That's that's what I've been <laughs> I've wondering been, about. I, yeah, I've been kind of getting that. that That's coming, too. That's coming real soon. And, and when it hits, I think it's going to hit in the ocean, and it's going to play havoc. 
like I said, the water, you know, the water, it's a very powerful thing. Well, the Lord's, he's going to use it to wash the sinners off, man. You know, and, and, but he's, he, he's also doing it to shake people up to, to look at him. Cause Hey, people, I, you know, I am God and I am here and I do love you. Come to me, come all who are thirsty, come. Yeah. I was responding to a listener email this morning, and one of the things I said was, you know, it, it unfortunately it's going to have to take, it shouldn't have to take a disaster to get people to be shown what's important and who God is, but he has to use those situations to bring them back around to him and to show them what's important. Well, the thing is, too, you know, these, these people, there's no shame. There's no shame. There should be a sh- I, that's one thing I, I yesterday I was feeling was that there's no shame. These people have no shame. They run around, you know, this L, LGBTQ whatever crowd, you know, that, I mean, the Russians and the, they're looking at, they're looking at this country and they're going, these people don't even know what sex they are. Let's go get them. You know, I mean, their people aren't doing that. They're, you know, the, the, the armies, they're not, they're not wasting a minute on any kind of uh, BS training on being sensitive about people's feelings, okay? They're learning how to load their weapons. They're learning how to aim real good. You know, they're learning how to um, think on the fly and and endure hardship and, you know, uh, hand-to-hand combat. And, uh, I mean, all these other things that that are a hell of a lot more important for a fighting force to know, to be a warrior. Okay. You're talking about some serious, hardcore, well-trained, very sharp teeth warriors coming our way. And they are not going to fool around, man. They don't have, they they can't, they can't afford to, they don't have time. The whole world, NATO anyway, and all these, these other entities are trying to destroy the Russians and destroy that whole um, system in, in cahoots with others, you know, the whole thing is too that now the Antichrist. Okay, we haven't really talked about him too much, but he's by he's here. He's behind the scenes, and 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 the the devil is going to re- reveal him uh, right shortly. Well, you know that and, channel, you know that guy uh, Harari, whatever his name is. He says a lot of things. He speaks a lot of blasphemous things, and I've had my suspicions about him. Because uh, he says a lot of things that pertain to what the AC wants to establish. He walks around and says all these things like people are going to be transhumanist, and you know we don't, that's that's a whole other story in and of itself, and how yeah that's all happening. Yeah, it's got the Antichrist written all over it. What they want to do to yeah. humanity. Yeah, they literally. I, I mean, they literally want to change people into machines. Yeah, the board. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yesterday I came out here, right? I was gonna, we we're gonna do the show and all that, and I looked at the sky, man. The sky, they haven't done it for a long time, but but yesterday, they sprayed, you know, the jet, the chemtrail stuff, all over the place, man, and it was it was, you know, starting to obscure the sky. It was a it was a perfectly blue clear sky until these guys started rolling their jets by and then today 
Well, it all blew. It all blew away or settled, and it's gone. And and they're not. There's not one jet out there today. They're spraying somewhere else, you know. But all that goo that they're putting up in the atmosphere has got something to do with this whole geoengineering. Uh, you know, turn this into machines. Blah blah. Or or they're. I have a feeling that some of that stuff. It's affecting people's brains, right? Because aluminum is one of the elements that they spray, okay? And that stuff accumulates in your brain. Um, not, you know, there's been studies that they found that that stuff, it causes Alzheimer's, you know? I was about to, to say, that, yeah, that there's that going mm-hmm. on. And, you know, you turn up yeah. frequencies high enough, you can get people to, you can agitate them or you can make them docile. And, you know, mm-hmm. for anybody who struggles with yeah. that, all you have to do is just Google chemtrail results and of course you'll, the yeah. first things that'll populate and i actually don't even use google use DuckDuckGo or something but all you have to do is just type that in but see that's the thing until we get to the point where we're not in our normalcy bias until the average person can get to the point they are not in a normalcy bias and they can see what's happening around them you know they're not going to admit that they're going to say oh well, that's a conspiracy and i you know i don't know when it becomes too late i really don't you know, only God can decide that. He can save whoever he chooses. But we're approaching Event Horizon with a lot of these different things going on. And it's all happening at once. It's all becoming the perfect yeah. storm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all, it's all you know, coordinating down. But, to, you know, you got the devil on one side doing his antics. And then you got the Lord that's trying to, uh, you know, save his people. And, and and warn them about what the devil's up to, you know. And the people don't want to hear it. They don't. They don't. You know. They yeah, well. It, it, but pretty soon they're not going to be able. There's no. They're not going to have any choice but to look at it. And they're going to make a choice. They're, they're going to be given a choice to either look. You're going to follow Jesus Christ, or you're going to deny him. You know. If you deny him, then you're on that side of the fence. And you're on that side of the fence forever, forever, okay, ever. And that side of the fence, when this life is over, it's not a good place. And, you know, you'd be better off suffering here a little while and following Jesus Christ and being, you know. uh, You want to be in the discomfort of the battle right now not later, not in the unconventional refining, which is when things are anything but pleasant, because I believe at least they're still halfway normal right now. But, you know, if you even want to call it that, but you don't, you can't, you can't wait for that reason. And if you stay in denial and think, oh, well, it's not going to come for another 10 years. And we, we, we really don't know. And it's like, well, it's not the end of the world yet. It's like, no, it's not the end of the world, but that doesn't mean the judgment. Cause remember the judgments come before the end. Yeah, that's what needs to be realized. And I think that sometimes people lose sight of that. And it's like, just because it appears okay, you got to remember things are not what they appear to be. No. And people say, well, God wouldn't do that. You know, he wouldn't judge. He, he won't. Well, um, I, I think he would. I think he did. And I think he is going to. Because he did it before. You're seeing it right you know, now. Only, I mean, Jesus said, you know, he said, uh, if it wasn't for me shortening in the days, you know, look, that there would be no flesh saved, right? Well, in the days of Noah, okay, I mean, and, and in Isaiah it says that there'll be few men left, few men left at all. There'll be more precious 
than the gold of Ophir, a golden wedge of Ophir, okay? And that, you know, in Noah's day, okay, there were four men, only four men that emerged from that ship and walked on the dirt. And that, you know, four, only four men. There were four women and there were all the animals. And, but that was it. So people say, well, he wouldn't do that, you know? Well, uh, sin is very heavy and he's going to do it. And face it, just face it, embrace it. And, and what do you want me to do, Lord? That's basically it, you know? Because, uh, you know, the thing is this, people got to make their decision right now, right now, because you, you're not giving tomorrow, man. A nuke could accidentally fly over and hit your town. You know, just by accident. Or the ground can open up and a sinkhole appear underneath your home. And you're down there 600 feet. You're not coming out of that hole. You know, the way the earth is, is convulsing right now, you know, and we haven't talked about Nibiru, or the big destroyer thing that's coming through the solar system. You know, and it is. It's out there. And it's shaking the earth up. And God's using it as part of this whole judgment. I mean, it's, it's not too hard to figure out conspiracy you know it's like they, they turn conspiracy into a bad word you know but it is some of it is a conspiracy it is there are people that are planning this all together to do evil things to us what do you call that it's called a conspiracy you know? and it's not a theory it's not a theory the evidence is there just look um, Gosh. one of the things i wanted to mention was that I noticed in one of the news interviews, I think I was watching some station do a live report from Fort Myers in Florida, and it was a news station from the Miami area, and they were talking, or maybe it was Sky News, it was, it might have been Europe Sky News, I can't remember. They were talking to this gentleman, and he said, oh, you know, I've seen this in movies before, but I didn't ever think it could be like this in real life. Yeah. And that's the thing, we're going to start seeing things that we have never seen before, and you notice that up until now, or up until at least, well, even probably still now, they've been programming people with movies so that when they see it, they're desensitized and then they're literally in shock. Now, I'm not saying that nobody's going to be in shock because even you and I, I think, it doesn't matter how prepared you are, we're still human. We're all still going to be, have a degree of some sort of grief and, you know, shock. That's just a normal reaction. But the more prepared you are spiritually, you're quickly ready to respond to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's the, you know, I was talking about the, the Russians, you know, about this, the, the thing where I was, where I was going with that was um, when we nuke the Russians, you know, with these eight missiles, at least he always talked about eight missiles in Ukraine. Now we might've launched other missiles towards Moscow, Leningrad, Stalingrad, you know, all the other places. But, but the Russians are going to retaliate after these bombs go off. And they are going to launch all their horses, man. Lots of them. And boom. I mean, so this, it may take the Russians a while to, to spool up uh, all these troops in the, in the into the Ukraine, which, you know, could be, I don't know, a few months, maybe. Maybe half a year, maybe more, maybe a year. I don't know. But at some point, the American uh, leadership is going to push the buttons for some reason. Uh, I mean, 
idiotic, uh, I guess, fear or whatever. I don't know. But or they or they or they think Russia is about to do something else. I, I'm not sure, but it doesn't matter really, because when the bombs are hitting around you in your country, everything else really doesn't matter anymore. No. The only thing that really matters is, is where your eternal decision is, and that's the bottom line, man. That is the bottom line. You, you I mean, God has so many ways to take us out. Talk about his mercy. Gosh, he's got a thousand ways, man. He could he could have a planet come smash into us. He could blow the moon up. You know, he could he could fry us with the sun. I mean, at any moment he could consume us. Remember in in in, in I think Exodus when God was saying, Moses, get out of the way so I can consume these people. You know, basically is what he said. Yeah. yeah. And Moses said, Moses said, No, 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 Lord, 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 let me talk to him, please, please, please. You know. And he begged. He begged for, for and the and the Lord repented. He said, "Okay, you know." But he was ready to just wipe them out, you know. And if think of the restraint that he must thank God he has it, and, and the patience and uh, to to observe and watch all this depravity that's going on, and not, but he, enough's enough. You know what I mean? So now. His, his judgment is coming. That's it. You know, the seals are going to open. The seals are maybe even being cracked right now. And the trumpets are, are sounding, you know. Uh, people are hearing trumpets, you know. People are hearing the shofars going off, man. You know. Um, every once in a while, I, gosh, I, I heard something once. And I'll tell you what, man, it, it put chills up my spine. I was like, well, what was that? Wow, Lord. You know, anyway, so. Um, was there anything else that you had had in your, home. I'm sorry, was there well, anything else in your notes that you wanted to cover before we wrap it up? Well, yeah, so so kind of what this guy was talking about was, um, so the Russians get hit, right? And then what, they retaliate what, against uh, Remind them. listeners, because you, you kind of went off base there. Remind listeners what guy you were referring to. Philip Barnett, and he's a Romanian pastor. He, Oh, you can look it up. Just look up uh, Azov Mina, M-E-N-A, A-Z-O-F, A-Z-O-V-M-E-N-A. And he just, he, he, those words, okay, were given to him. And, and the Azov part of it has to do with the uh, Azov Sea, okay? Because that's where uh, some of this is going to take place, is right there where the Azov Sea uh, butts up to Ukraine, right in there in Russia. And Mene, M-E-N-A, he got from Mene, which is in Daniel, when Daniel was interpreting what uh, Nebuchadnezzar's son saw written on the wall. And that that should tell you something, you know. You've been weighed in the balance and found wanting. It's in Daniel. That's actually uh, Daniel chapter 5, verse 25, in case anybody would like to write that down and uh, reference that. Yeah. If you look at verse 26, it says, This is the interpretation of the thing. Many, God hath numbered thy kingdom and finished it. So that puts it into perspective. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So the Lord put this prophecy out to the Ukrainians, right? And also to the Russians. Okay, this... 
this was for their benefit too, because Russia is going to get nailed with these nukes, right? And he showed the people where they can go to be safe. There were certain mountain ranges. Uh, there's an area in central Russia where a lot of them are going to go and and flee to to avoid this these air this 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 destruction. Okay, and parts of uh, Ukraine are going to be safe or safer. And uh, you know, western Western Ukraine was was you know kind of safe. Now, that's funny. This was given back in in 2007, right? Well, Belarusia which is right north of Ukraine right there was, was part of this, where this destruction took place, you know, and, and then recently the Belarusian president was saying, you know, well, we're going to be, and, and Russia is actually bringing troops in there because they're buddy, buddy. And they're, you know, teaming up to do this uh, route of Ukraine. So it looked to me like the Russians had uh, occupied a, a pretty large a crescent-shaped swath of the Ukraine, the Donbass area, you know, all of that, um, the Crimea, and all of that whole area there. And they were pretty well entrenched. And then when that happens, that shortly after that is when America hits them with nuclear weapons. And they hit the, the different cities, okay? Kiev is gone. <clears throat> um, he said something about they, they, they were they were going he saw two exoduses out of Kiev the one has already happened okay and the second one when it happens the people when they they need to leave and, and not hesitate if you hesitate you will die in Kiev is what he said so Kiev's going to get hammered and uh some of the other, I don't have a map in front of me but some of the other uh cities right there in in eastern Ukraine and including the Donbass, all the, it's going to get nu- hit with nukes, and these are these are nukes of the United States. And for um, listeners of who don't know, um, many rounds on his uh, YouTube channel, he has uh, he does a side trap um, occasionally, and he has uh, a few up where he shows the maps of where these different attacks will t- take place. Yeah, I'm I'm going to do another video about all this because I just recently got this info and I was haven't had a chance to um, compile it all and then put it up and talk about it. So I'm going to do that right away because I don't think we have a lot of time. You know, I really don't, you know, even if we do, it's for people to repent. God is being merciful for their sake. He doesn't want anyone destroyed. That's what has to be remembered. So it doesn't mean you say, well, we have another five, 10 years. I'm, you know, I'm going to put my kid through college and I got to do this. It's like, no, that's like the Walmart scenario. People are running to and fro being busybodies, not considering what's important. And that's what needs to be carefully examined. And there needs to be reflection on one's heart. Part of what I meant by we don't have a lot of time is I think the internet is going to be uh, clamped on pretty quick, too. I, I don't think they're going to be, allow this kind of thing to go out much longer. You know I, would, I, mean? I agree with you, which yeah. is sad so because I think, then I don't know at that point. I guess I'll be just only uh, witnessing the people around me. But, you know, it is what it is. We'll do what we have to do until it's we breathe our last breath. Yeah, get some good boots. <laughs> going to be doing a lot of walking, brother. Got him. Yeah. And uh, other folks, too. You know, people are, I mean, I, I, I would advise them to to, to prepare. Uh, one thing I was going to go over, too, I forgot was, uh, you know how it kind of dawned on me earlier today and yesterday was when the Lord said, you know, to us, he said, 
what I say unto you, I say unto all, watch. Because, um, you know, he said two people will be sleeping and then two people will be working, you know? Okay, well, that kind of tells you that there's two time zones there, you know what I mean? There's going to be people that are going to be sleeping and there's going to be people working out in the field, okay? And if you're out in the field, when you see this happen, don't go back into your house. You know, flee. Just take off. Hide. Well, you know, what is it that's going to... I, I have a feeling that there is going to be a moment where they're going to spring this trap, okay? Because he says it's a snare upon the whole earth, right? And when this whole snare takes place, um, you know, it could be... I mean, think about what's going on in China right now and in Russia and in, in Europe, okay, and, and here in the United States. They're gearing up. You can see it. They're gearing up to basically drastically remove our freedom and our control of our own lives and for them to basically have, um, what's the word, Lord, um, a, a <clears throat> total control over us, totally, you know, visually, uh, through communications, like you say, the board, you know, I mean, they're putting this juice in everybody. So they're, they're walking radio, you know, uh, transmitters, you know, and receiver and all this other weird stuff they're doing with this, uh, transhumanism junk, you know, and it's all for, they can totally, absolutely control the populations. That's what I was referring to earlier when I brought up the whole thing with Harari and the things he said. Yeah, right. It's like, I sense that there's this, there, this, this trap, you know, they're bringing it about by, by initiating the chaos and then they're going to instill their order over everything. Okay, and their order is going to be that this huge, gigantic, evil, tyrannical clampdown on everything and everyone. And they're going to dish out the food, and they're going to dish out the water, and they're going to dish out the, any medical or whatever if there's any, and eat you <laughs> if they want to, and and take your children and turn them into little um, pompons, you know, or, or bonbons, or what's automon, autobahn, or you know, I forget the word now, but. You know what I'm saying? Um, little little automated people, you know, that'll do their bidding. And he said, people of your own household will be your enemy. Well, yes. The word you're looking for, by the way, is automatons. What do you think is happening? You know, I mean, they're, they're brainwashing the kids in these schools, and they don't teach them any, any real history about how this country came about and all the other stuff. And they're pushing their communist uh, plank platform thinking on these kids. And brainwashing works. Just listen to some of these kids talk, you know. Oh, yeah, we'd be all happy one world bunch now. You know, it's all one big happy. And, and you, you know, you try to talk to any of them, and they're like, okay, it's over. I can't, you know, I'm done. I'm shaking my feet here, you know. But, um, gosh, it's, it's just tragic. Read the curses of Moses, man. Yeah. That's exactly what happens to a country that turns from God. That is what happens. Yes. The level of depravity that we now are witnessing is going to become uh, much more severe. I mean, you're talking about 
They're going to legalize public sex, nakedness, uh, filth like you would not believe on on film, worse than it is now, which is, you know, I mean, I'm I'm talking about the film that you can, like normal television, which 30 years ago was nothing normal about it. You look at it now. Anyway, just, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you don't have to go to an X-rated shop to see it anymore. You, it's going to be right there in your face on billboard. Well, the way they want and it, it'll be right. Th- they want to put it right in your head. Yeah, right. Exactly. And so it's going to be difficult, extremely difficult to guard your sight and the sight of your children from seeing this garbage, you know, and being affected by it. You know, you're going to have to really pray and have a God guide you into ways of protecting, uh, the things that the Lord would have you protect, okay? Put it that way, and and, and to and to resist it with everything Amen. you have. Amen. In the name name of Jesus Christ, Amen. resist it. You know, rebuke it, and uh, be wise as serpents. You know, and harmless as doves. I mean, but when they, you know, Nehemiah. Okay, Nehemiah. He didn't sit back and let these people walk over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I was going to say, Nehemiah, you know, people people say, oh, live by the sword, die by the sword, and all this stuff. You know, and, oh, we got we have to get along. We, you know, we can't. Well, if people 246 years ago thought that this country would never have existed, if they, if they did, if they, but these people understood the scriptures, okay? The leaders that established this country, Thomas Jefferson, Patrick Henry, George Washington, all those dudes, they knew the scriptures, okay? And they knew the reality of, of tyranny. And they knew the only way to prevent it was to stand up, you know, and not let the bully beat you down, okay? Because that's what's happening, is we're going to get bullied here real quick. And you're going to have to make a choice. Some people, you know, I understand, you're, you're, you're physically unable. You might be an 85-year-old grandmother. Uh, in an apartment, you know, or a single mom with three kids and very little means, you know, or, or something like that. But um, I, I pray really hard. And, and the, well, this God is another reason that. many rounds that brethren need to be watching out for their brethren, not ignoring one another. And this is why I speak right. so much about that. And I have talked about keeping watch. And part of keeping watch is doing what's right and persevering and doing it consistently. Because what you do in the what you've done in the past is not going to be enough. You need to keep doing it. Yeah, and like you say, help each other out. You know, that's what church, the church is supposed to be doing. It's supposed to be know? doing. It's supposed yeah. to be. I mean, like, like, like I was just going to say the Nehemiah, the story of Nehemiah. Well, guess what? They all got together, you know, and they all pulled together, and they all defended each other. You know, they were they were building the walls of you know Jerusalem again. And they had they had people living in a circular way. They were all in a big circle. And when this group was in trouble with the the bad guys, then the others would come and help them. Yeah, people ought to read that again. Well, and this is another reason we need to Christians need to be in agreement. We can't be all hanging and separate. And then, well, this isn't going to happen. Or okay, well, yeah, I I believe the word, but I don't have time to help. But I can I have time to do this and I have time to do that. And it's like no, that's that's making excuses. Well, I think somebody needs to have some uh, courage here, 
You know, you, people need to be, have courage, okay? And they need to stand up in their church and say, hey, look, the hammer is coming. What are we going to do about it? You know, are we just going to sit here and let them take us? Are we going to sit here and let them uh, pummel us and butcher us and rape us? You know, because that's what's coming. You know, they're going to they're going to rape men and women. OK, they're going to rape. They're going to they're going to torture. That's what I saw in my, my most recent dream. Yeah. Good grief, man. That's what that's what's coming. Now, Ro- roaming, roaming gangs, roaming gangs. I, I don't even I did. I when I gave that dream oh, no, i didn't even go into all the details i saw but let me just say it was disgusting warlords. no there's gonna be warlords man that are gonna that are gonna take territory you're on your own okay people you are on your own talk to people in chicago you know or in other, some of these bigger cities these people are just wantonly going willy-nilly doing whatever the hell they want nobody's punishing them you know they're not being punished. And now I, I just was watching something in Chicago about the guy, the sheriff, this guy was going, well, uh, January 1st, man, you know, you people are basically on your own. We're not going to be arresting anybody. We're not going to be doing this or that. We're not going to be prosecuting anybody and this and that for, you know, all these different crimes. And the cops, are, the bad guys are just like, oh, man, we got free reign now. People ought to you be know? speaking People. up and demanding change. But see, this is the whole thing. It, it gets out of control because most, the average, it, it, it's like, well, it doesn't affect me. I live on the outskirts of town. I'm in a good area, so it doesn't affect me. It's like, so that doesn't mean you shouldn't care. That's right. Because it's going to come your way eventually. You know what I mean? It's going to come don't, your way. Don't, 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 don't even get me going on. on, on yeah. Just the the, oh, apath- that, the apathetic, the apathy, and uh. you're here to get going here. And, and people, I mean, I, I suggest that that every Christian that can hear this right now, okay, get down on your knees and pray for guidance, because the war is coming to your doorstep. Okay, the battle is now. It's not just in the spiritual realm anymore; it's in the physical, and these people are raping and beating just anybody they want and taking whatever they want. And and this has all been engineered to happen by these, uh, you know, social engineers to bring about this chaos that's coming. Well, it doesn't mean you have to sit back and take it. Okay. We need to get together. Your, your pastors, they need to pull their heads out. Okay. To put it bluntly. And they need to pl- make a plan and sit down and get the board together and pray about it and say, what are we going to do? How can we how can we defend our population? Amen. I mean, Moses got upset, <laughs> too, you know? I mean, Jesus got upset. He wasn't exactly, uh, you know... I need to get Steve Quell on. He had a gentleman in the temple that day, okay? He picked up tables and chucked them. He, pick, he picked up cages and people and threw them around and said, you guys have made, turned this into a den of thieves, you know? The creator of the universe just just couldn't take it that day. He said, that's enough, okay? You guys have really stepped on it this time. You know, he got upset. And nobody was going to stop him. Nobody in that temple, not any of those Pharisees, none of those lawyers, none of those dudes stopped him from doing that. And you know what? That's because they're gutless. And deep down, these criminals are gutless. And if you stand up and say no and stand up, they will do exactly what these Pharisees did. They will do nothing. 
it will go away. They'll run away. They'll cower away because they're cowards deep down. There's more of us yeah. than there are of them. And that's true, too. So people, you know, like I said, pray, praying about it first, asking God, really get down with him, really get down with him, and get with your board member and have some courage to stand up in church one day and say, look, pastor, I love you. I love these people. But, hey, we need to do something because this evil is growing. We need to do something we should have done long ago. And that's seek God and ask him what to do now before it's too late. Well, I've spoken on that before and, you know, we can speculate on it, but I think the number one reason is they don't want to make waves and many just don't want to, you know, like you were, you said it yourself earlier, many just don't want to hear it. That's why the Lord has to raise up his end times warriors. That's why he has to raise up independent ministries because a lot of churches just are not, they're not leading their congregation correctly. Well, imagine, imagine some some thugs coming busting through your 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 front window, and in, in broad daylight because they know nobody's going to stop them, and they come in and they take your three year old daughter, and they throw her on the couch and they start gang raping her. Okay, now does that motivate you? Does that how does that grab you? Because that's the kind of crap that's coming, and if you don't do something about it and take the courage and pull your guts out and say, hey, you know. God put me on this earth for a reason, and he, he put me in a battle, in a great war, and it's my time to step up. It's my turn, you know? I owe it to him because he sure stepped up for me. He sure did, you know, uh, stand in my place and was killed for me. I can do a little for him, you know? He bled for me. If we bleed for him, you know, I mean, gosh... We're going to bleed for him one way or another. Something we all need to think about. Gosh, you might as well do it standing up. It's like, it's, it's like Red Dawn. He doesn't honor the cowardly. No, and he's going to judge them, man. He's going to judge them. Because they were cowards. They don't That's get why to I say come, come, to, come to terms with it now. Work out your fear yeah. if, you've got, if, you're, if you are afraid. Because it's, it's a heavy topic. You know, people are going to naturally be a little bit fearful, but... Okay, well, let's work through that. You know, the Lord's calling you to him. Ask for the strength. Ask for the courage. Um, you know. Yeah. And they, they, need to, they need to step out with Jesus Christ, man. You know? And, and like he said, he said, follow me, right? He said, follow me. Which means, okay, what did he do? Well, he, he made some waves, didn't he? Yeah. He, he upset the apple cart pretty big. He went right to the heart of the matter, the leadership of the church, okay? And he, and he told them in no uncertain terms that they were messing up, okay? And they could see it, and they knew who he was. And they said, oh, boy, you know? And they, well, they, they didn't want to hear it neither, and they murdered him for it, you know? And we're, some of us are going to get killed. Some of us are going to die. You bet we're all going to die just how you want to go about dying you know it's like it's like i said you know live by the sword die by the sword well folks the sword's coming one way or another the sword is coming let's you know, not misconstrue that now because what that means is if you go looking for trouble no i'm not saying go looking for trouble i'm saying when trouble comes well you better stand up you know and make a stand you better you best make a stand it is important to clarify that because if you don't make a stand, 
Well, I guess you're one of them cowards that gets left out, you know, outside. You know, I mean, fear is one thing, okay? Like John Wayne said, you know, courage is getting back up on the horse after he chucks you. Because it's a little scary, you know, yeah, the horse could throw you again. But you, you know what? That's how you build courage. That's how you build uh, <clears throat> That's how you build an army. And God, he doesn't, <laughs> he, he puts his, his soldiers through some hell. To toughen uh, them up. Yeah. Yeah, like like any good commander, he's going to put some of his troops through, through some pretty tough stuff to toughen them up for the battle that's coming. Because the battle that's coming is extremely hard, folks. It's extremely hard. You know? It is. You know, it makes you wonder also many rounds when, you know, when you go through the refinings, some, you know, some of us shed tears, some of us are hurt. You know, but yeah, we got to remember it is going to be nothing compared to what we're going to see, and that's what he's getting us ready for. Yeah, because you know, a lot of people they're, they're going to end up in a situation where, like I said, they're going to have to make a decision for Jesus Christ or not. Okay, they're going to say, "Are you a Christian?" You know, and your answer is going to determine your future. We will be and called, they, as they, I said they, back they in June be, when I last had you on, we're going to be continually called to choose. Yeah. Yeah. And it might be under a very duress situation. I mean, like like the situation I, uh, you know, just described before where you've got these goons that are raping your three-year-old daughter and they're saying, oh, we'll let her go if you just, all you got to do is deny Jesus Christ. All you got to do is deny Jesus Christ. You know, that's how low these people will go. That's how evil they are. Okay. But the fact that it's happening is proof of Jesus Christ, because that's what he said was going to happen to us. These are the kind of things that he warned us about. You know, they're going to take you in front of magistrates. They're going to beat you in the synagogues. They're going to thrash you. Um, that's all in Matthew you know, 24 and Luke 21. I didn't become, come to bring peace. I've come to bring a sword, is what he said. Yes. Good and, Quoted it many you, times. You know, oh, it's it, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming like a freight train, full throttle. And uh, you know, I pray to God I'm worthy of it. You know, I, I, everybody makes mistakes. You know, but you just got to keep on trucking. No, we're not up on a pedestal here, and that's what I want. We're not being mean. I want people to. I want people to understand no, that. Well, what we're talking about. We are not yeah. trying to be mean about this. I'm not perfect either, man. And I, but I recognize the need. I recognize. I see the juggernaut. I see it coming. And I and my concern is for our brothers and sisters out there that are not our brothers and sisters yet, and our brothers and sisters that are our brothers and sisters right now. It may be sleeping a little bit. I was feeling yeah, restless. I was telling you one time that um, I was feeling restless one night, and I was like looking for like what am I feeling? And I heard in my spirit apprehensive. And I told, yeah. I remember I told you about that, and you said, "Well, that's because you care." Yeah. I'm like, "Oh, I do that's care," it. and that, and I'm and I'm tired of yeah. people who who I care about who don't care about themselves. Yeah, right. It's well, like get with the program, know, wake I up. I know. Well, you know, Jesus, he, Jesus, Jesus went to a a coast of an area, and he he pulled a whole bunch of demons out of a dude, you know, and the guy was fine after that, right? And the people. Though, we're scared to death. 
they didn't know what to make of it, and and they they were spooked. Okay. Uh, and they and they said, you, "Leave, leave us, go, please, get out of here. We don't want you here." You know, and he said, "You know, more tolerable will it be for Sodom and Gomorrah than for those who reject." You know, because I mean, good grief. And on that note, I think we should close it out. But I want to close it out with Luke 21, uh, verses 34 through 36. But take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing drunkenness and cares of this life. And that day come on you unexpectedly, for it will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. Notice it says, but for it will, not maybe, it will. Watch, therefore. And pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Endure until the end, in other words. That was from Jesus himself. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And it's, you know, that, that's kind of what I was, that's a trip, man, because I, I, I just, I have these markers in this Bible that I'm looking at here that I was going over about. Because it's kind of what the Lord was showing me was about the snare that's coming, you know. For it will come as like, a snare. For it will come yeah. as a snare. Yeah. But I think I, he, he, he gave us some hints. He said, you know, if the good men of the house had known which watch, you know, the thief would have came, he would have watched and would not have allowed his house to get broken into. Right. Right? Yep. Okay. Well, you know, considering he put it in that context, and it's like looking far off into the centuries to now, and here we are, and he said to us, when you see these things come to pass, know that it is near, it is even at the door. I was just about okay? to read that. He gave the parable of the fig tree. If you go in Luke 21, I've got it right up in front of me, Luke 29. Then he spoke to them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. When they yeah. are already budding, you see and know for yourselves that summer is now near. So you also, when you see these things happening, know that the kingdom of God is near. Now, this is key, verse 32. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all things take place. What does that well, say? Well, it says to me, what I kind of how it hit me. The other day was now is the time to really be watching about what's going on around you to be aware. I've been saying okay? that be vigilant. Because these dudes are going to spring this trap, right? They're going to bring trucks in. They're going to bring troops in. They're going to take what they want. They're going to take you. They're going to take your goods, whatever. I'm just saying is, and, and now these people have, have historically always come around three o'clock in the morning, okay? When everyone's dead asleep. And that's when they, that's crystal night, you know, crystal night. Look up crystal night in the, in, in, in the history of Germany, okay? These goons, these, these Nazis, uh, these SS, they came in the middle of the night and, and broke a whole bunch of glass, whatever. But point was they, they snatched people away. They didn't snatch everybody, just people that they had a list on. The people that are standing up for Jesus Christ or the Constitution or, 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 or are, are laying out the truth about what's going on around here. Think Alex Jones, you know, think people like that. 
you know, people that have disappeared recently that are in the forefront of this battle, you know, in the public, in the public more, more than we are, but they're out there. Now, don't think your name isn't on a list because it is. If you're a Christian, if you attend the church, your name is on a list. Is there infiltrators or people that have infiltrated the church? Well, they watch our texts. Some of these pastors are paid off, and they're and they're 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 handing the information over to the. Talk about betrayal, you know. People are going to be feeling a bit betrayed, and the anger that's going to spool up in your chest, I cannot imagine, you know, what it's going to feel like. But you can imagine how the people felt in Germany. And those who betray, were, were, as far as them coming in yeah. the middle of the night, we know that dark darkness is done in the cover of darkness and as far as betraying those who lead into captivity shall go into captivity yes they will be betrayed well, themselves yeah these these people are uh you know these the bad people that are involved in this are, are ruthless and they will you know it's sort of like the mafia i mean they they'll threaten your family you know they'll threaten to kill everyone in your family or whatever they'll they'll threaten to take your bank accounts uh, look, look how these look at the tactics they're using against Alice Jones. Look at the tactics they're using against these, these other folks. You know, I mean, they seize their bank accounts. Uh, they they hit them with fines. They take them to court and sue them. And, and then they got to pay gigantic amounts of money. You know, um, so that's you call that persecution. I, so I call it they call that persecution. And Jesus said we'd be persecuted. So it's going to come. You know, if you fight in the battle, you're going to take some hit. And persecution has yeah. been ramping up. I even had, uh, mm -hmm. I, I, I've been just seeing more and more and more of that on the rise. Yeah, you're going to take some hits. But um, it's like, you know, it comes with the territory, okay? It comes with the territory. Look what they did to John the Baptist, yep. you know? Well, look what they did. I mean, look, look the, what they did to the prophets. Look what they did to Jeremiah. He said, follow me. Yeah, he said, follow me. And that's where we may be very well following him. Well, that's all right. You know why? Because we're in dang good company. You know what I mean? Amen. So like he said, rejoice, you know, and, and rejoice in that day because they do the same things to the prophets before you and the believers before you, you know, and your brethren and they're, and, you know, let the chips fall, man. Whatever, but just do your best and and and. Uh, but really, I, I would I would get down on our knees and and pray. Make and I mean like, it's it's late in the day. It's late. So, like I said, just watch what's going on around you. Look for little things, you know, like concrete barriers, you know, new different things are doing to the roads. Just uh, little things, you know, that are little tells about something's, uh, something don't smell right here, you know? I mean, that kind of stuff is going on. They're, they're not doing this totally in the dark. They're doing it right in front of our eyes. So, anyhow. Amen. I agree with everything you say. In many rounds, it's been great having you on today. Do you want to give uh, your website out or your YouTube channel? Well, my YouTube channel is uh, just many rounds, many rounds. That's it. M A N Y R O U N D S. All one word. On YouTube, on YouTube, yeah, many rounds. There's a story behind that. <laughs> and your website and, is Fellowship of the Fortified Tower. Yeah, I'm gonna link. I'll link Word to it when I post this. Yeah, it's on WordPress. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, many rounds. Well, thank, thanks, Ray, for having me. Uh, you know, we, we just need to, we need to fight together. Amen. Okay? Message is, is going to stay consistent. Show has to go on. We have to speak until our last breath and work while it's still light. That's right. You know, and and pray for each other and pray for pray for pray for your families right now that don't know the Lord and that you know. I mean, if you you might have talked to them a lot or whatever, and they've shunned you, well, they're they're going to remember later. You know, and the, the Lord's not done with them yet, so. You know, when I started Innocence Redeemed many rounds, one of the things the Lord said to me before I even knew, actually, he said, I'm, he's like, he said, I'm appointing you. And he said, to you, it will seem that they're not listening, but they will remember what I told you to tell them. Yeah, now, who's amen. they? I don't know if they is the audience. I don't know if it's those who are just poo-pooing what's being said, but it doesn't matter. They'll remember. Yeah. Well, I hope they are our future brothers and sisters. That's what I hope. I hope they, the same. They will come around. I mean, think about it, man. We didn't always know the Lord, you know? And somebody had to talk to us, or we had to see something, or No, we didn't, but he, he put people in our paths. He put the Steve Quails yeah. and the Glenda Lomaxes right. in our path. He right. put those in our path. He put David Wilkerson in our path. He put different yeah. speakers in our path that we could look to. And understand what the Lord wanted us to do. And then when we studied, the, and then we took the Lord's word, we studied it, we ran with it, and we know what he expects of us. Yeah. It, it's, it's a process, man. You know? I mean, I remember back, you know, when I, in my early days of knowing the Lord, you know, I was like, gosh, what do you want me to do, God? I don't, I don't understand how this all works. And the churches themselves, the church I was going to, one church I was going to, it was sort of vague, you know? It was sort of like... uh what I was reading in the Bible and what they were chatting about and, 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 and what I could see, I just was confused. I was confused, you know, and, but, but the Lord in his patience and his, and his love, he gradually showed me uh, what the truth about everything was, you know, how things are really going on and, you know, underneath the surface. So praise God, you know, so it doesn't happen overnight, but, so that's why I'm saying these other, these folks, you know, that we're trying to reach and, and the Lord's trying to reach are, uh, you know, they're going through a process too. So we have to keep that in mind. And that, yes. when they hear the word of God, when they hear the word of God, it, it doesn't come back void. It does something. It does something inside their soul, you know, and it's doing something like right this very minute. It's spinning around in their soul. Whether they know it or not, they could be watching the Rams and the Chargers fight, duking it out. But deep down in their soul, that word is swimming around in there, and they're, it's working on them. It's working on them. You know what I mean? Yes. So, Amen. so have you know? Take 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 some. You know, I, I I rejoice about that because I know it's it, it's always working. It's always working. That said, we're gonna wrap it up, <laughs> ladies All and right, gentlemen, brother. brothers and sisters. Thank you for listening today. Jesus bless you. Be vigilant. Y'all have a great week out there.